The cricket world lost one of its greats last week with the passing of Martin Crowe. His death from cancer aged 52 is a profound blow to New Zealand, who have lost arguably their greatest ever batsman only a few short months after the death of one of their greatest rugby union stars, Jonah Lumo, aged 40 in November. Crowe played in 77 tests between 1982 and 1995, scoring nearly 5,500 runs at 45.3 with 17 centuries, including a numerically agonising 299 versus Sri Lanka in 1991. He featured in a further 143 ODIs and in total amassed well over 10,000 international runs. His record against the great West Indies teams of the period is particularly impressive. He hit 544 runs in seven tests with three hundreds, including 188 at Georgetown in 1985, off an attack of Marshall, Garner, Holding and Clyde Butts. He was an outstanding fielder and a useful and surprisingly sharp seamer, as attested to by Franklin Stevenson, who on line and length recalled how Crow nearly knocked his block off with a bouncer at the Scarborough Festival in England. As a captain, he was inspiring and imaginative, most notably with his innovative tactics during the 1992 World Cup, when he effectively introduced the use of the pinch hitter at the top of the batting order, and opened the bowling with spin to take the pace off the hard new ball. He was a New Zealand Young Cricketer of the Year in 1981, a Wisdom Cricketer of the Year in 1985, player of the tournament in the 1992 World Cup, made an MBE the same year, appeared as an extra in the Academy Award-winning film Gladiator, starring his first cousin, Russell Crowe, in 2000, and inducted into the ICC Cricket Hall of Fame in 2015. He was a broadcaster, commentator and deep thinker on the game, and an excellent ruminative writer for ESPN Crick Info. In 1995, he published his first attempt at autobiography, Out on a Limb, which, as Gideon Hay recalled, was perhaps too self-justifying. The same year, a controversial unauthorised biography of him by Joseph Romanos called Tortured Genius appeared. He did me better than I did me, Crow said. Nearly 20 years later, when he was diagnosed with cancer, he made a second attempt at autobiography, Raw, in collaboration with his former biographer, Romanos. It displayed a contemplative, analytical mind and maturity, a richer, more fully rounded character study. Crowe in middle age found an honesty and self-deprecation he'd formerly lacked and an ability for jocularity occasionally displayed in his embracing of social media. In an amusing Twitter exchange with Australian podcaster Dennis Friedman, who'd criticised the egg and bacon neckwear of the MCC members, Crowe tweeted to Dennis that he had a spare tie of theirs and would he like one. Dennis naturally answered that he'd love one. Martin wittily replied, Well, best you make a hundred at Lord's then. That's how I got mine. I was privileged to be at Lord's to witness in person that innings, for which he earned his first MCC tie, his elegant 106 versus England in 1986, coming in at number four with a score five for two, the same test match in which England used four different wicketkeepers in the course of New Zealand's first innings. I didn't see his spare tie innings, 142 in 1994, but I cherished the memory of the first, as I'm sure he did, its motley-coloured silk symbol, highly appropriate for this silky batsman and colourful human being. The Mason and Guest Show salutes Martin Crowe and cherishes his memory.